I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won. Welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Now, the New South Wales Blues, they named their team yesterday. Didn't do a live reaction to that one, as I said in the news this morning. Obviously, only uh, a couple of guys coming into this side, Dale Finnegan and Angus Crichton, only one of them will play. No huge shocks there, realistically. Uh, The Queensland team was just named earlier today, and... A couple of big shocks here. I think it is the same 1-17 to that we revealed uh, as a leaked team on our news this morning. Uh, so no huge shocks here on the back of that. But before I got that leaked team, uh, a couple of really surprising guys here. So obviously the outs. AJ Brimson, he is out. Harry Grant's out with injury. Jaden Sewer has been dropped. Joe Offangawi has been dropped. And Xavier Coates has also been dropped as well. So the Queensland team heading into game two from Suncorp Stadium at fullback. The debutant, the whiz kid out of the New Zealand Warriors, Reese Walsh. Now, we warned you in the preseason this kid was going to be a star. We said that oh, I think there's a really good chance he'll start before Jermaine Osako. And if he would have still stayed at the Broncos, he would definitely be in front of Jermaine Osako. Did I think there was a potential of him playing Origin this year? No, I didn't. I didn't think he'd get this high this quickly. And I understand there's a number of injuries that come into this, but Reese Walsh, a sensational rise. After going to the New Zealand Warriors only a couple of months ago, the Broncos sort of felt like he wasn't ready for first grade. And I mean, it's an easy call to say in hindsight, that's ridiculous. But, you know, just keep a young kid from diving into first grade in a team that's going like a busted asshole. I kind of understand where the Broncos were coming from. Obviously, he is ready for first grade, but I think you've got to remember, would he be ready for first grade if he was in this Broncos system? I'm not sure. Would he be ready for origin? I think next to no hope. I think that coming into a side that isn't an absolute fucking basket case like the Broncos has been the best thing possible for Reese Walsh over there at the New Zealand Warriors. I cannot wait to see this guy debut. I would have said that he would play Origin one day. I didn't think it would be this year, obviously, but sensational to see. Really looking forward to Reese Walsh, how he handles himself. A very shaky game on the weekend for the Warriors. Let's be perfectly honest here against the Newcastle Knights. He was pretty disappointing in that game, and no doubt the Blues, they'll be putting up some serious high balls to him in this game. It'll be very, very interesting to see how he handles himself because he's going to get plenty of work in the air. On the wings, Val Holmes and Kyle Felt. Now, obviously, Xavier Coates has been dropped from this game. I expected... Val Holmes to be on the wing. 
I probably expected Kyle Felt to be dropped, to be honest with you. But I know a lot of people hold Kyle Felt in high regard. He can score a try, but Jeezy can also concede them. Uh, but Kyle Felt and Val Holmes, they hold on to their spot. In the centres, Dane Gagai, Origin Gags, hold on to his spot there. It was was great the other night in a losing side once again. Um, you know, defensively, had a couple of problems. But, I mean, far out. In a 50-0 drumming or whatever the hell it was, I mean, no one, no one was fantastic there. I think Gagai's done enough in the past to hold on to his spot. The interesting one for me was Kirk Capewell. Uh, obviously going to have to mark Tom Trevojevic again, who we saw yesterday. Fuck, I'm not sure if you know anyone outside of Hainsey or Barber has been in better individual form than what Tom Trevojevic is right now. Just unbelievable. I saw a stat that he's played the Broncos, the Titans, the Cowboys, and Queensland this year. He's played all possible Queensland sides in rep or in club he could play, and his team's put 50 on them each and every time. So incredible from Tommy Turbo. A uh, big test for Kirk Cable there once again. At six, the money man holds on to his spot. He'll be looking for a big bounce-back game, as will DCE, the halfback. We get into the forwards, and Christian Welsh, he holds his spot after getting injured or HIA in game one. Josh Papali comes in. This is massive. Absolutely huge for the Queensland Maroons. This guy is the leader of their pack. It'll be sensational for them to get Joshua Parley back. A huge in. At nine, the resurgence of Andrew McCulloch. Uh, another guy that the Brisbane Broncos decided they didn't want, not once, but twice, uh, which blew me away. I've been very vocal about how ridiculous I think that has been. I thought he was great for Newcastle last year. I thought he's been unreal for St. George's this year. He's just a defensive juggernaut Andrew McCulloch obviously doesn't have the attacking upside of a guy like Harry Grant but that's why they've gone Jersey 14 as well one of his dragon teammates and his dragon skipper we'll talk about him in a minute in the back row Jai Arrow starts on one edge I think this is a very very interesting pick along with Felice Cafusi and this is something that you know I've spoken about a little bit obviously Jai Arrow starts on the edge for David Fafita and now you all tell me David Fafita is his juggernaut he can do things no one else can which you're exactly right he can but he doesn't have that consistency in his game yet even when he scores three tries in a half, you don't see him in the second half. This is something that Fafita has to work at in his game. If he is going to be one of the highest paid players in our company, one of the highest respected forwards in our competition, he needs to be engaging himself into the contest on every single set. Not in halves of football when they're on the front foot, when they're dominating. They need to see more out of Fafita, and I'm hoping this is a little wake-up call to him. Personally, I'm not sure if it is such a negative. I think it's more so they want to get the impact out of him. They want to get him on when there are some tired bodies, and hopefully he can really cause some havoc. I think it's a really... Oh, I actually don't mind the change, to be honest with you. I think that Jairo, he'll be in defense. He'll be sensational out on his edge. Won't have the same sort of attacking upside as Fafita, but... I'm sorry, I just can't trust right now that you're going to get the best David Fafita every week. I'm not confident you're going to get eight and a half, you know, eight or plus out of 10 out of David Fafita every week. I like him coming off the bench. I think it gives him the best opportunity to have his best game of football. I don't mind this one. Felice Cafusi on the other edge, stable as all hell. Love Felice, one of the best back rowers in our game. 13, Tino stays there. I think this is a good pick here. I would have kept Tino at 13 as well. We move to the bench. Very interesting here. Now, Ben Hunt comes in at Jersey 14. I know a lot of you want to bag him and you dislike him, and that's completely fine. Me, huge fan of being Hunt, Ben Hunt. He has always given us troubles when he's played for Queensland. There was that one game last year where Munster went down injured, New South Wales were on the front foot, and Ben Hunt didn't play well. Like, fuck, writing's on the wall there, isn't it? Other than that, Ben Hunt, he has been sensational every time he plays for Queensland. We bag him every single time and every time, except for game two last year, Ben Hunt delivers. I have no doubt he's going to have a good impact in this game if, when he gets on the field, Queensland is still hanging in this contest. 
When he comes on the field, you're likely going to see Mo Fodawaker, David Fafita enter the contest as well. There is going to be some huge momentum gained out of these two. And this is where Queensland lacked last time. And I identified this in the lead-up to the game. It was the bench that worried me the most for the Queensland Maroons in the last game. And that showed, um, you know, they, they were already down on the scoreboard. But once you saw Junior Paul and Payne Haas come into the contest, Queensland, they just had no hope. They couldn't compete with what New South Wales were putting out there. So I like that they've made a change to this bench. Mo Fodawaker, David Fafita, the two guys off the pine, I think they're going to be sensational. You put Josh Rapali back in the starting team as well. Jai Arrow in the starting team. Andrew McCulloch, really good defensive players. I like what they've done here. And if they can survive for the first 20, 25 minutes, hang in the contest, maybe get a media on the board, and then you bring this bench on that can keep up with the New South Wales bench because they couldn't last time. This game could be absolutely ending. And Ben Hunt, he becomes the real wild card in this game. I think he could be really dangerous. And if they are to win this game, Queensland, I think Ben Hunt, he's going to play a prominent role. I like this selection. I know they probably didn't have much other choice of where to go and what to do, but I like that they've gone for Ben Hunt. I think he's a really good X-Factor man, and he's a guy that he worries me as a New South Wales fan. I know a lot of you don't like him, but he does worry me. The last man on their bench is extremely interesting. Francis Molo. Now, this is a guy that I wouldn't have seen coming at all. I, I'm very surprised by this selection. And to be honest with you, when I saw his name come up, I sort of, I actually had to think to myself, has he been playing for North Queensland this year? I feel like he has just fallen off the radar for me. I haven't seen much of Francis Molo this year. Um, He's played 13 games, so he must have played a heap of footy this year. But for me, he's been well down on where he has been over the last few years. Uh, I'm looking at his stats now, and, you know, an average of eight hit-ups a game, uh, 270 tackles made in 13 games of footy. It's it's really not overly impressive. He he averages 105 uh, running metres. So, I mean, when you consider that, considering he's only averaging eight runs a game, that's pretty impressive. But a guy that... I don't know. I I just didn't see this coming. I mean, I'm looking at his stats now. He hasn't played over 40 minutes the entire year. The last three games for the North Queensland Cowboys, he's played 50, 30 minutes, 22 minutes. A pick that I don't understand, but happy to admit, and I am self-aware enough to admit, that the Queenslanders, they know more about origin than I do. They know more about origin than what we do. And they will more than likely get the best out of Francis Molo in this game. The thing that worries me, is that for the last, what, 20 years are we talking? Uh, you'd They'd bring in one of these guys, an Adam Mogg, or you know a speculator out of nowhere to play for Queensland, and they would introduce them to Wayne Bennett, Mal Meninga, and you know, that aura around these guys. And the champions are already in the team they walk into. Lockyer, Thurston, Smith, Cronk, Slater, Inglis, these sort of guys, they lift them to a new level. I'm not sure if Paul Green is that guy. I don't believe he is. So he's going to have to need the guys around him to really take those guys to the next level. I feel like they also walk in and Munster, yes, I I think he's a fantastic player. I absolutely love him. Do I have him at the same level of Smith, Slater, Cronk, Thurston? At the moment, I probably don't, to be honest with you. I think he's just that tier under. I think he could be by the end of his career. But right now, I'm not sure if Munster's that guy. I mean, Josh Rapali, champion player, not up at that level with those guys. So I just find it really interesting to see how they're going to get the very best out of these guys leading into this Origin game. But once again, I've been burnt too many times. I've been proven wrong too many times by this Queensland camp, by this Queensland spirit. I have no doubt they're going to put in a cracking performance. 
on Sunday night at Suncorp Stadium. It's a very interesting team that they've selected. They've obviously got 18 and 19 as well. 18, Cohen Hess. Another one that I feel like we pick Cohen Hess every year for a game. He disappoints and we sort of put the red sharpie through him and then he appears again next year. I don't understand this selection. I would have gone elsewhere. I'm not sure who I would have gone. I can't think of anyone on the top of my head, but I find it strange Cohen Hess is there. Renato Molotalo, he's another one that's in this side as well. And, you know, I saw him announce to his mates that he was 18th man, uh, which is fantastic. So he's wearing jersey 19, but whatever. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if he does start in this game. I wouldn't be surprised if you see Kirk Capewell move around. Uh, if he was to move around, you'd probably see him go to the edge. You might see Jai Arrow drop back to the bench, which would probably put push Francis Molo out of this side. But uh, interesting to see what happens during this week. I hope for the sake of Francis Molo that everyone's been building it up and he's been named in jersey 17, that he does make his debut. But... If you could shift those centers around and get someone else to mark up against Tommy Travojevic, I'd be really tempted to let Gagai mark up against Travojevic in this game, which could see a few changes happen. But we'll see how it lines up. We've still got, you know, six odd days till this game kicks off. It's going to be a fantastic lead up to Origin 2. Cannot wait. Big pressure on the Queensland Maroons to even up this series. Helps that it's at Suncorp, but... With the guys they're missing and whatnot, it is going to be a tough knock. The Blues essentially allowed to name the exact same 17 minus Jake Javoyevich, who is a massive loss. But fuck Angus Crichton at the moment. He's playing unbelievable footy and a guy that all these fellows have played with before. You know, Angus Crichton, he's not walking in and introducing himself. He's going to walk in and know all the plays straight away. Francis Molo, Andrew McCulloch, these sort of guys. Reese Walsh, their fullback, not so much. So it's going to be very interesting to see how this one plays out. Can't wait for Origin to kick off on Sunday. Two cracking teams going head-to-head. Biggest game of the season so far for me. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 